You're listening to a podcast in Orange, a Marshall's view of motorsport. Hello and welcome again to a podcast in Orange. I'm Robert Lee as always and joined by Jay. Hi again. Uh, still here. Still here. Makes little noise but he's still here. Yes. He's along for the yes. ride. Um, we have had actually quite a bit of traffic from the last podcast that we did. And I say quite a bit of traffic. It picked up a bit this morning when we... When I say this morning, we didn't just record it on the day. It's recorded a bit in advance. So the Saturday before this goes out, so like four or five days ago. I don't know, I can't maths at the minute. Um, about we, we mentioned last last time, what can you do with old pro bands? And that kind of has got thinking. But we had a really good suggestion in. And this is like... This for me... I, once we started thinking into it, it'd be a really good one if you're a cadet marshal because you're going to be doing a lot of growing, so you're going to be doing a lot of new overall yeah. buying, which is a bit of a problem financially mm. if you have to pay for them. Just make sure you get your full money's worth. Full, exactly, full money's worth. Because um, when you're a cadet marshal, you know, when you be at high school, college, they tend, teachers tend to ask you to back your mm. books. Now, what a better way to back your book than in pro band, but I'm thinking... I'm thinking, you know, accessory conscious. This suggestion is coming from Jilly McNeil, young mama. That's not a joke. That is, <laughs> no. she's actually young mama. It's true. Um, she, she, for the accessory conscious, so you're matching as well. But there's also practical use of it as well. Mm. Think about it, if you've got a pro band book and you're doing chemistry, flame retardant, problem solved. And that problem. doesn't mean you can put it over buns and burners. We don't no, condone no, 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 that. No, no, don't, don't do that. that over. It's not fireproof, it's no. flame retardant. So it'll stop your book getting burned if it's nearish to mm. a flame. Doesn't mean you can try hurtling your book. Protecting that vital yeah. revision. Yeah, there, there, there it is. So mm. sorry, kids at Marshall, you've got no excuse. So you can't use oh the bunts and burner burn my chemistry homework because lie, is it ain't gonna do that anymore because you you've mm. covered it in program. But another one I was thinking of is you've got the, you've got the waist straps. Mm. If you cut both of them off, yeah, just like that, not at the same time. Um, or at the same time, depending on how good you are, you could use them as the handles, mm. and you can have a little, you know, little summer bag, mm. little beach bag, again. Or you could have it for like I don't know, a, a bag for life. Because who doesn't love that walking around an Asda, a, a, mm. a bag that smells of diesel petrol and and other various fumes that you've picked up over the year. But yeah, the, there are, there are all, there are all choices, and obviously we mentioned the gilet last time, where if you cut the arms mm. off. It's just an extra layer over yeah, another layer. No, so, you'll still be safe. But yeah, the, I like I like Jilly's idea of, of the the cover of book. It's very for the accessory conscious. Mm. Is what if, she if, said. If you want your notebook to be matching your overalls, that's the way forward. Very fashionable. Very fashionable. Very mm. very intuitive. Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> yeah. Gucci pro bands. Gucci pro bands. Mm. I mean, you can go really silly and just cut the waist off and just have like pro band shorts. Yeah. But there is no. I, there's no way that I can think of when pro band shorts will ever be necessary. If your leg's going to catch fire, it's going to catch fire on the yeah. bit that's not covered in pro band. Yeah, the, the bit that's going to be close to like the bottom half. Yeah, like, closest. To so, so unless you got like really hairy legs. Well, no, because that's even worse. An extra layer though. That, oh, yeah. Stop it getting to the skin. Yeah, but you're still going to burn more. There's more fuel. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think we're kind of digressing a little bit away from a tad. So b- back to pro bands. What other uses for? Yeah, so so far we've got a list of a bag, cover for books, a luggage label, which 
I came up with as mm. just a, a, a random idea. Kick to start it. Yeah, I shouted headband at the last at the end of the last Valid episode. Valid idea. Valid idea, but you need to maybe combine both sides of, mm. of the waist yeah. <laughs> of the waistband. Like power band. That I reckon that, that I've got something now. Oh. I've got a little 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 brain nugget just just here, and I'm about to give it give it to the world. So. You've you've got your assessment, and you need to channel the inner marshalling. You've got you get your marshalling headband, and you you put it on, you tie it tight, ready for your marshalling assessment. It works better when you flag it, because if you're running around, I wouldn't, wouldn't like to run around with mm. a pro band sweatband on, because that Velcro bit would get very itchy against yeah. your forehead. Mm. So you could like take it off though if you be prepared. Yeah, if, yeah, that that that's that's a logical. Your martial preparation. You got your food, got your water. Is your velcro still on your headband? It's one of the vital things. Yeah, that's kind of something I've, I probably could have thought of of just unpicking the <laughs> the, the velcro <laughs> off. It off. And then it, it yeah, I didn't really think that one through, did I? But then you've got it. You, you'd have to stitch it together. So you need somebody who's good at. Mm. Good at stitching. I'm just trying to think of what else you can cut up. And I've up. got another idea for those people who want nice accessories. You know, like you got the leather cuffs. Oh yeah. And just do, do the same with just some pro bands. So just like a nice little leather. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Just, it's small, just, subtle. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, you could probably cut it up and do anything with it. Yeah. Cut like a tablecloth out of the the back of it. Like make like a paper chain out of pro bands and then hang it up. A pro band chain. Pro band chain, not paper. Chain. A little placemat for your yeah. plates. You know it's never going to burn the table. Coasters. Coasters. You always need a coaster. Always need a coaster. Because you can just... Poof, there I'm, you go. Coaster. I'm a coaster guy. Nice little reference there. Just trying to think what else. I mean, it has got more use if it can be flame retardant. Yeah. But... Say if you... Pillowcase. No, not pillowcase. It's not very pillowcase. No, pillow, no, no, no. For when you're cooking and stuff, if you've got like hot... Pans and stuff, but a little bit done. Well, no, because if we burn them, oh no, no, but, no but say if you like, you put it on the side next to it when you finish, like you're dishing out, just put it on the side there on some pro bands. That could work. Bit unnecessary, but it's an idea. If you if you make, we'd have to figure out if somebody wants to do this and cut mm. up a pair of pro bands and tell us how thick they need to be. Oven gloves. Mm, oven gloves. But if you burn yourself and they're only one layer, it wasn't. Just our remember, idea. it was your own fault yeah. because you took our advice. We just said it might be a good idea. We were never yeah. going to try it because never take our advice. Strangely, my hands are really sensitive to hot stu- hot things, which is really Same. really bizarre. Seeing as I had to put out a fire over the weekend, so yeah, my my hands were my hands were fine. I mean, there's various things that you can make, like luggage labels and stuff like that, but. I think I think covering books is winning at the minute. Yeah, I, I like that idea. It's good. It is a good idea. Could you rather the probe and get wet and instead of the paper behind it? Multi-useful yeah. work. It is. It is. I mean, I want. And this is a bit, a bit off topic. Covering books. It's a little bit of a story. Uh, we were doing geography in high school, and we were told, you know, you know, back, back your books, and we got given an ordnance survey map of the area. Um, which is quite nice mm. in, in year seven and I'm just gonna have to do a little bit of research now but I'll carry on telling the rest of the story as we go along. And I came up with the really, really, really good idea of, you know, let's let's put the ordinance survey map as the backing for the thing uh, for the book and it'll be really, really good. Um started thinking about it a bit more and I was just like, Yes, yes, yes. And then what I realised was I'd actually cut up a twelve pound map. 
Oh. Just to back my booking, which I then needed three weeks later, which had a massive book-shaped hole in the middle. So make sure if you are if you are going to use old pro bands, make sure you don't need them. Make sure you don't need them anymore. This is the moral of the story. So cadets, if you've grown out of them, make sure that they definitely don't fit. Yes. Yes, that is some. Make make sure they are have no use whatsoever. Yeah. Like you've got no younger brothers and sisters who are going to be coming up. So what, if you are the youngest sibling, you've got full reign on this. You can oh, cut. You can be creative. You can yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we tend to be creative as well. Yeah. So we'd love to hear any more suggestions. We've got a bag. We've got a cover of books. We've got a luggage cable, uh, luggage um, handle. Hand, uh, no, it's not. No. It's a luggage tag. tag. And we've also got a headband for mm. channeling the inner marshals for be your one with the marshal. To be one with the marshal. If you can think of any more, please comment below. I'm pointing down so you know where the comments are. Just are, under, underneath where you've got And I'm going to do a little bit of a plug. A little bit of a plug because A Life in Orange is on Facebook. It's A Life in Orange. It's on Twitter, which is at an orange life. It's on Instagram with the same A Life in Orange. And it's also on the website as a life in orange.com. And you can buy little patches for A Life in Orange. They're three quid. Do you see that, that that little dirty plug down there? Little plug, little plug. Yeah, three pounds, and they're amazing. They if I good. do say they so myself, and fan. they're international as well. People in New New Zealand wear them. People in Russia wear them. People in America wear them. People in Canada wear them. Portugal, Netherlands, and all over. So, if you, oh yeah, they wear them in England. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You could live in a little wooden shack. In Tibet, or you could live in a very nice house in Tibet. I don't, I've never been to Tibet, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Probably a very nice part of the world, but we'll still get one to you. So represent, yes, represent. So we're going to leave you with a little bit more of a sound bite, where we're going to come back after that and talk about the hardest things to do in marshalling, and it's not getting up in the morning. So that is pretty hard, though. Stay tuned after this sound bite. It's not really an intro, you're just welcoming everybody back. I, I don't talk in this podcast, like, come on, we've already established this. I mean, you've done, like, more talking. Today. In, like, I the first ten minutes. <laughs> Compared to all the other ones. I, might, I might start a stopwatch every time. <laughs> I talk in... So we are back, yeah, if, yeah. if you've noticed. We are just talking about how much Jay talks, and I'm drinking yeah. tea, yeah. so, yeah. you know. I like that cup. It's good. It is a good cup. <laughs> so I got it when I went to Madison in America. Don't think I mentioned Wait. it enough on the last podcast. You've been to America? Yeah, uh, recently as well. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just just I just popped over. Just spent a couple of hours there. Came back again. Mm. Um, nothing interesting. Nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Um, so the next thing that we're going to be is the hardest part of marshalling, or the hardest thing to do at marshalling. Mm. And we came to the conclusion it's not just waking up. Mm-hmm. For some of us, it you know it depends. For me, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So things like that we'll take out because obviously, 
I get up at quarter to six of a morning. Anomalies. Anomalies. To take them out. That's a big word for you and for recording day. It is. So, yeah. I'm going to let you start though, Jay. What's the hardest thing you think to do? Because you do a lot more rallies than me. I do. So I think there'll be some from rallies that... I mean, just rallies in general. Just going to a Welsh, Welsh forest is always going to be tough. Because if you don't have enough store, you, you can't just like, oh, well, at the lunch break, we'll just pop out, go get something and come back in. Which you can get away with at most circuits, possibly. Some maybe not. Yeah, because you've got the circuit, you've got the circuit, yeah, the circuit cafe. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So if you get, forget food, you can just go to the yeah. circuit cafe, get the stuff there. But when you're out in a rally, you can't do that. Unless you have like massive downtime. Because I was on a rally early this year and I had like five hours downtime in between each runs and stuff. So I've got a new jacket, nice jacket. That's so you've got five hours downtime and you yeah. bought a new jacket. New jacket, yes. Not food, not drink. No, no. A jacket. Because we already had we had enough food so had and enough drinks because we didn't know. Because a lot with rallying, like we, I found out that day that there was two runs. I was going expecting to spend the morning in a Welsh forest and drive home and be home for the afternoon. But found out that was another run in the afternoon, uh, in the evening. Sorry, I should say because it was dark by the time it got to it. So yeah, just making sure you have got everything fully you got prepared. Provision. You got yeah. provisions. Yeah. So so what we're what we're saying is if you don't have provisions, hope that your bear grills or bear grills is nearby. <laughs> yes. Because then he'll make you like a berry or a like, bear grills fanboy. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Somebody can make you a soup out of twigs mm-hmm. and berries. Yes. Like that. Another thing that um, it's not so much they're quite rare in this country. Especially, you, you do get them around the world, but the, the rare in this country just because we have curfews and stuff like that. But twenty-four hour races. Mm. Ah, so we, we said before we're not including waking up. This is the time when waking up yes. really is hard. Can you imagine you, you got you, you're on post at one in the afternoon. The race starts. You're on post for two hours. Then they say, then then the post will say, right? They say we're going to work the, the shift. We're going to do four on four off or six on six off. However, he splits it. Uh, you know, some variation mm. of twenty four hours that can be split and divided. So eight, six, and fours tends to work the best. If you're on a post that you can get off, so you don't have to cross the live mm. circuit, which there are some circuits that do have posts where you can't get off, so you have to be even more savvy with your time there, as we know, as we're going to have to experience later this year. Um, you, you've, so you've got to be savvy with, with your time when you're off post, so when you can get off post. Now, the first time I ever did a 24 hours, I tried to sleep every time I got off post so I did four hours on came off and I tried to sleep for the entire four hours give give or take the travel time then I came back on post then I was back for four hours instead of just thinking it's just a normal day mm. I'll sleep when I'm tired so the four hours when I, I'm off post when it's dark yeah. I don't need to sleep now just because it's 5pm mm. and I'm and I'm going to be on post you have to sleep have to sleep have to sleep yeah uh, it, it, it didn't need to be done so let, let me work out the, the, the shifts that I did it was because I know I did the graveyard shift which we call which we call uh, three till seven so that seven morning, eight to eight nine ten eleven yeah because it was two hours left yeah it was in the morning At three a.m. to seven a.m. Yeah. it's it's grim tough tough we'll call it um, so then I had 11 till 3 off and I was 
I slept for that. But then I had 11 till 7, was back on post. So I was off post from 3 till 4 in the afternoon and I forced myself to sleep. Now, when I got back on post, I had a bit, was a bit bleary eyed, a bit, bit poor on my judgment for flagging and stuff like that. So the next time I did a 24 hour race, it was four on, four off again, which I was on, um, which was down at Silverstone, it wasn't at Anglesey. I decided it was just a normal day when I got off post at three. And I was again. I did three till seven in the afternoon. I didn't go to sleep. I just wandered around, and then that was that kept me more in tune for the second half. And so that's a, that's the, the why the twenty four hours is it's getting yeah. that little sleeping pattern just right. Mm. But of course, twenty four hours is is possibly the only race racing circuit racing, especially where you can have all seasons in one day. Yes, and you've got day and night, mm. and you you've got multiple drivers. So you've got different talents out there, and you, you, you're factoring in a lot of things. It's just everything's dialed up to eleven. Yeah, that is exactly how I describe it. Everything is dialed up to eleven. And but speaking of, of, of weather, mm. the hardest thing in marshalling to do could just be something as as easy as going to a different track. Yeah, because you mentioned angles. Yes, I was mentioning Anglesey, and how when the weather comes in in Anglesey. It comes in mm. like you you know about it. All the people who have been to Anglesey yeah. will know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I I go by the the Icelandic phrase, and I think I might have mentioned this on an earlier podcast. I might have mentioned it in the right in one of the blogs that I've written. It's if you think the weather's bad now, wait five minutes and it'll get worse. That's yeah, kind of how the Icelandic like view weather. So, but like say it's just a regular BRC or bark meeting, yeah, and the weather comes in. That it's challenging just to stay outside, keep warm, keep hydrated, and keep dry mainly, yeah, which is almost impossible. But if you compare that to say the same meeting bar at Olsen Park when the weather comes in there, yes, you will still get a bit cold, a bit wet, but there's just it's completely different leagues, really, yeah. And, and you but you but you there are certain posts at both circuits, yes, where you do get a little bit of shelter mm. from the weather. So I did I did bus stop on my own. In fact, no, I didn't do bus stop on my own. Sam Collinson joined me in the, at night. So I'm surprised we didn't get anything. Um, yeah, post 14 bus stop. So it's a la the last one before the pit lane. Um, and, we were there, and the weather came in. And I mean, the rain was coming in in, in sheets. And if, if you're listening to this, and you're not from the UK and you don't know what, what it means when the rain comes in in sheet, just Google it and you'll find the most British weather going. <laughs> and that's what it was coming in. It was just like a wall yeah. just coming in time and time again. And I was getting, you know, and, and people, I could hear over the radio, there's some natter over the radio that people were struggling with the weather. It was bad up at, at Rocket Out, which is the top of the circuit, which it is bad when it's yeah. up there because you're exposed to everything. Down at church, which was post four, again it's exposed. They were getting absolutely battered, but post one was fine. Fourteen was fine. Corkscrew was fine. Church, uh, school was fine, but because that's because of the way that the the, the boxes are orientated yeah. and the way that you're standing, is you're never going to feel the effects. Right? No. We're at, at Rocket, which is the, again the top of the circuit, but hey, you get the full force of it. Yeah. It's like. A challenging part of marshalling at Alton Park is if you're flagging on the in 
at Shell. Yes. Because when the wind this. comes in, it comes across the lake, mm. which narrows it up, so it channels it, it accelerates it towards you, yeah. and you just get battered by the wind. See, I remember doing Gold Cup a couple of years ago. I was on Shelling, first time marshalling the event, first time marshalling, I think, at Alton Park, maybe, possibly, because it's still new to marshalling fairly. And it was a nice, lovely day, but where we were there, there were still some trees like the sun was behind the trees so it was shady and there was a breeze coming across mm. that like nothing like massive wind which can happen yeah. but it was one of them it was you were struggling to, to keep warm like i was like juggling yeah. around jumping on the spot trying to get some sort of it, it, it is it. it is pretty brutal when it comes in there um i'm trying to think there was one which I had a really good example of which didn't come from me it actually came from it was actually your dad last year at spa at Be in belgium when the fog dropped on us on the Friday morning, mm. I think it was, and that was just bleak. And it was one of them you couldn't really see the next post. It was cold. It was dark. There was nothing happening on track, and it was it was one of them that was more mentally challenging than anything. Yeah. It just became a little bit somber. Was because I looked at the picture, I was just like, oh, that's that's bleak. Mm. Especially because it's as well, it's a foreign country, so you're not in your normal surroundings at a track. Because say if you're at Alton or Anglesey, yes, you can't see anything, but you know yeah. where stuff is. But because you are in a completely different setting, it is one of them like it is challenging mentally to try and get your and bearings. Of and it. another thing as well that that we've not mentioned, because uh, we've mentioned the very bad weather of uh, mm. the rain, the wind, uh, the cold when that came in at, at, at Goodwood, that was really bad. It was like minus seven. So when, it, when it's really cold and your extremities get cold, there is no way that you can warm yourself up in Provence. You're mm -hmm. done. But then you go the other way. When you when you when you, I'm just thinking Formula One last year at Silverstone. That, that, was, that wasn't marshalling. That was really, really hot. That was about thirty odd degrees. I mean, I, I was struggling. I was in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, don't worry. Never mind. Provence. I was in a nice stand. I was in Provence, done up to the top. With the marigolds on for the the Kerr's gloves, so I was sweating. Mm. See, that's also in challenging yourself knowing what your body limits are because yeah. I know I find it in a way you don't want to say like I, I need a second to sit down. You want to like power through yeah. like I I can yeah. do this, but sometimes you do need to just say actually no I can't. Yeah, I need to step back. That's a that's a have ten minutes sit down and then be back refreshed. Yeah. And and that's what we always say, like when we're on post. Look, look, if you if you're struggling, mm. let us know and we'll we'll sort you out. As, you know, that's one of the first things I was giving my incident officer speeches. Is like you're here to enjoy yourself. If you're sweating buckets and you're dehydrated and you're struggling in the sun, not or you're really cold and you're wet and you're tired and you just want to go home, you're not enjoying mm. yourself. So, yeah, I think we've discovered that the hardest thing in Mycenae is weather. The weather really is the extremes. Making sure you're ready for the weather. Yeah. Well, yeah, making sure that you're ready. So we're going to leave you with another little bit of a soundbite. And I love the soundbites. And yeah, it's just race cars going round, but it, you know it makes you, us feel at home. I mean, you're a marshal. You like race cars. It makes us feel at home. And when we come back, we're going to have a quick chat about what our favourite posts are on on some marching circuits. Mm. So we'll catch you in a minute.
yeah that was some more more sound bites as always <laughs> and now we're going to be a little more light-hearted because we've, we seem to be talking about how bad the weather is and mm. in time the weather is nice and wet and damp and miserable and raining so we're going to go yes we're going to come to our favorite posts that we've we've marshaled or i'm going to throw this open yeah. a post that we'd like to marshal mm. so jay i'm going to throw it open to you what okay. is one your favorite posts could have to be so, one out of all circuits i've only been i think three at most but i would have to say my favorite post is rock in and anglesey probably not surprising for anyone who's been to anglesey it's a good, place, good post it's a very good post especially because i prefer to flag so because you've got the nice you can see them coming out of banking through to really like see the race progress and you can see the top half circuit so you can see where all the cars is and you can really line up a nice blue flag and because of rocket the way it is it's 110 degree left blind and it's 90 degree uh, left is it 90 degree i thought yeah. it was more than 90 it might be hmm. we'll get a but little track track next yeah, time with we will measure it up but so you will be using the yellow flag at some point during the day yeah you will and if you're in st marshall there it's quite a lot of running yeah 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 it is a lot <laughs> yeah. of running um a favorite post for me um you know no, you, you, you're looking you're looking at the picture of me at post one at, at sebring and it is a very very good post but Radilot, sorry, Eau Rouge at, at, a, at Belgium mm. is, again, very, very good. <laughs> um, Shell at Alton Park, yeah, for incident, did, did, did like Shell. is very, very good. Um, Brooklands at Silverstone, I quite like that for flagging mm. because you've got a very limited time to get a blue flag right. So that's why like, it's a very challenging post. Um, and there's there's one between McLean's and Coppice at Donington, and you can really watch a lot of the racing happening down at Hollywood through the, through the Crane and Curves. You you lose them as they go through the old Herpin, and then you you gain them again as they come through McLean's. Um, and it's re you know, that's really good to 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 experience if you want to experience Donington. Maybe McLean's might be a little bit better because you might be able to see more or Coppice. Again, because you might mm. be able to see more. Um, they're both, both very good. However, out of all that, I don't know. I've got to pick one. <laughs> so, so many choices. I'm going to pick because there's so there's uh, of course Rocket at Anglesey as mm. well. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've just had a thought of what is a close second for me. I would say. Go on. Well, you you talk about your close second. Well, I was thinking. So, because as you were talking about Donington, I remembered I've marshaled at Donington once. I know. Who'd have known? I, I know. Um, but the S's, like just before the start, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, S, the S's yeah. there, yeah. But the reason why I enjoyed that post was because of the day's marshalling. Because I haven't done it consistently week in, week out stuff. Because we had the trucks racing there, going three abreast through there, over the gravel traps. We yeah. had CNCs. It was great, but I had a good laugh on the people on post because I was partnered with my dad and Darren Gallagher. It was a wonderful day. But but I don't know if that was just because of the day or if I go back to that post or if I ever go back to that post. 
will I enjoy it the same amount? So I don't know. That's why I said rocket. I think I think with any policy, if you go in with it with an open mind, that you're gonna yeah. enjoy it. I mean, even like there's a legend that surrounds certain certain posts, certain mm. tracks. So the ones that I know of are a water tower and hilltop. Yeah. And Warwick Bridge at, or Bailey Bridge if you're slightly older and, and you want it by its real name. Um, those those corners at uh, at Alton Park are known as the quiet posts, and I mm. use quiet in inverted commas, you know, speak quotation marks because if if it's not quiet, it's all kinds of loud. Yeah, and I mean to put it into perspective, I did the Warwick Bridge, not Warwick Bridge, sorry, Water Tower in two thousand and sixteen. I don't remember it was two thousand sixteen because it was before we did. Our long bike ride uh, for Mission Motorsport, um, and it was a quiet day. Was what was sold to me at Water Tower, and I turned up, and it was possibly one of the first ever times I'd, I was given the role of IO. I wasn't the IO, but I was given the role of IO, and it was a brief chat of, you know, we'll do this, we'll, do this, we'll see what comes. And I was expecting to sit there or stand there and just experience cars, go past mm. my brake into Drew's, watch Drew's do a lot of work. And the first car that rolled up to post was just, the whole back right of it was just a blaze. <laughs> and I was like... So much for a quiet day. And I, was, and I just remember thinking, they just going, this is going to be anything but... <laughs> quiet day and out of the five red flags that were caused that day we caused three of them so I'm impressed you can also, th you can also throw that into it but now I've done no. that I'm now going to actually put on a name for my favourite post and believe it or not this will shock you so be ready it is Brace. Eau Rouge uh, uh, Belgium <laughs> possibly the best corner in the world is it's just definitely in the conversation for the it's best. just absolutely spectacular and obviously people are going well actually that's not a, that's how rouge is only a little bit of a left hand of radilons the rest of it yes i, I understand that <laughs> don't get me wrong we, we, we were we were at our rouge so rouge is literally just the left hander before you you kick back up the hill the rest of it is radilon mm. so our rouge actually follows it round to the left where the old track used to go yes so we were at our rouge however our rouge is the closest I've been to the circuit with cars going that fast past me. I was spectating, so I was some way back, but you were still, you still very close. You're still very close, and there's a reason why they stand mm. six, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten rows deep. Yes, at Eau Rouge, or backing up to the source is just to watch people watch cars oh, change direction that quick. See them like first that left and then into the yeah, and, I, and I'll post and I'll post a picture of one of. My Marcin friends, who was who was at Eau Rouge, who we got talking to the cameraman down there, very nice guy. Uh, he let us have a, a go with the cameras. Not obviously when the, the racing was live, we because you know we 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 were just talking, discussing of when, of how hard it was, and he, and he was saying this is the hardest post to uh, to flag from, and not flag from mm -hmm. film from. Um, flagging from those dead easy. Mm -hmm. You know he's quick coming down the hill. Yeah. You can see him. You've got a long way, and. Uh, and what? And he was just like, "I've got a, 
be able to turn 180 degrees, zoom out and zoom back in again to chase the car up the hill, all in the space of three seconds, if Mental. And when you stand there and you watch it and you you just feel the... Because th that is where you get the full effects of the aerodynamics, of what it can actually do to you. Because as they're turning in, the pitching a little bit, so all that air pushing down has got to come back somewhere. Yeah. So it pushes out and pushes you with it. See, and it's it's unbelievable. And when you're stood on the other side, you're stood by the pit, the the support pit lane. You've got the GP2 cars, the GP3 cars coming down. You've got the Porsches coming down. They exit from there, and they're super loud. And you can watch them from both sides of the track. And yeah, it's one of them. Like as I went to go watch it, because I'm a professional spectator. Of course, I like you seen pictures or see on TV like you think, oh, it's pretty pretty big, that pretty steep, but you, it doesn't put into how steep it oh, actually is. Yeah, it like, is steep. Because like walking down it next to it, like the spectators' path, yeah. which carries them going past it. Yeah, like carrying going. Because you got you go up above yeah, go, the cable straight, yeah. don't you? And you, you go yeah. a little bit looking down. But it's just when I first got there, my first word was wow. Yeah, just like how steep and how e epic it looks like from the top looking down. Watching the cars go up. I mean, I've got a picture from partway up. Mm. Thing, so I'll post the picture of my friend on on the Facebook and on the Twitter. So you've you've got to be tuning in for that. Mm. Plug again. Plug in. Plug again. You'll see how steep Old Rouge is and Radilon from the picture, and also, you know, just what the what the cameraman's got to do. Mm. So before we go, before we go, what post? Out of any in the world, mm. would you most like to do? And I thought I had mine pretty, pretty set. I, I had two that I, that you, I was good. You are, but one you. I think may have just trumped both. Which one? So mine, the one that I was thinking. What, actually, no, I've just thought of another one. Oh my oh. god, I need to start doing this. <laughs> so the bottom of the Molson Straight, as the really hitting the brakes mm -hmm. and I know somebody's gone on with, with somebody's written a blog for me to, about the bottom of the most on straight that must be fantastic then you've got the carousel at the Nürburgring mm -hmm. that would be pretty amazing then you could also take in the corkscrew at Laguna Seca <laughs> but one which I'm, I'm really thinking of is when you get to the top of the circuit especially the top of the circuit when it gets really narrow or just slightly as you're coming back down the hill at Mount Panorama at Bathurst, I think that'd be spectacular because mm. the, the, the track's really tight. Yeah. You've got Aussie V8s, or you've got GT cars, and they're just thundering through a narrow, and they're uh, pretty much a narrow street. So, one would be good just because like, I'm a fan of F1, just the, anywhere on the Monaco Grand Prix track, or like around the swimming pool complex, or a bit further around. Like, a, yeah, I think I think if you could stand on the outside of this. Well, you can't. You've got to stand on the inside of the swimming pool complex. But if you're studying, yeah. they're watching the speed of them going through that. That'd be pretty impressive. Strange thing, because all the ones you mentioned are all, all all the ones that I would or any motorsport fan would really go to, as well. Right. I think we're going to have to leave this yeah. open for debate until next time. So tell us your if in the comments below, tell us your favourite post and any post in the world that you think that we should discuss and how good it would mm. be. Because I've just thought of another one, which is one thirty R at Japan. That'd be pretty Ooh. spectacular, but we'll leave you for now. I've been Robert Lee, I've been joined by Jay McNeil as always, and we'll leave you till next time. Thank you very much for listening.
Thank you. And goodbye. You're listening to a podcast in Orange, a Marshall's view of motorsport.